This podcast contains adult language and adult subject matter that may be inappropriate or triggering for some individuals. Listener discretion is advised. What would it take for me to slash your tires? Um, Look at me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Eat my food. (gasps) Eat my food. Like my leftovers. Would you ever like Carrie Underwood? Like because somebody cheated on you or broke up with you? No, I would do something else. Like I would do something like. Ruin their character. (laughs) Unfortunately, everybody's going to probably get a little bit of a light of why I'm single. Cause I was like, no, I'd probably do something to ruin his life for the long run. Really? Like I would want that burn to last. So I would like yeah. probably get his email address, subscribe him to like a bunch of weird shit, maybe like Jehovah's witnesses. I can't say that word. Apparently Jehovah's witnesses, um, anything really ruin yeah. that. Um, maybe take some credit cards. <laughs> Let me not. <laughs> So yes, Let's the answer is yes. <laughs> I so I'm I'm above ruining someone's car, but I'm not above ruining their life. <laughs> I love that. So yikes. words to live by. <laughs> I could see myself blacking out like Carrie Mulligan in uh, Carrie Mulligan. She's yeah. always so sweet and soft. What I'm, movie that we went to see for my birthday? <gasps> oh, Promising Young Women. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, where she kind of blacks out and like goes like after the guy's truck i could do that on any given day on my way to or from work no i definitely think you can (laughs) no for sure you could i'm seconds away yeah everyone's just lucky i don't have a bat or a crowbar in my car (laughs) no i agree with that statement 100 percent. so i back that (laughs) literally on the way home today why is everybody out to why does everybody want to try me and test me on the road like she won't hit them in her Honda. You were already <laughs> behind me. Yeah. <laughs> in literally my mom's car. <laughs> She'll still fucking hit you. It doesn't matter. You would have been scared in my car the last two days. <laughs> would I have been Even scared for me. or impressed? Mm, yeah. Good question. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, would you ruin someone's car? Yeah, if, if oh, you yeah. fuck with me while I'm driving to work. <laughs> okay. So... Wouldn't take much, apparently. The takeaway here is Brie and I are <laughs> fucking crazy, and we should get a little bit of help. We should maybe go to therapy. Brie should seek before. therapy for rage, and I should probably seek therapy for being like a sociopath, being like, I want to ruin his life for the long run. <laughs> right. What is the root of this? my road rage? <laughs> I'm scared. Where does it stem from? I don't want to unleash this. This is why we do the podcast to like hide from our problems. Yeah. (laughs) No, don't put the light on us. (laughs) But we should definitely be in the driver's seat helping you. (laughs) Yeah, totally know what I'm talking about. We are the girls to help you. Not professionals, never claim to be. But. No, that is true. We've never, we always have to edit everything with, I don't know though. <laughs> for legal reasons, I don't know. For, for legal <laughs> 
for legal reasons, we don't know. We never said we knew. Um, rent-free roommates never heard of her. Oh, that's absurd. Rent-free, rent-free roommates in this economy? No, I think not. I would never. Sounds crazy. But um, we're not in that situation. So actually, <laughs> welcome everybody. Hi. <laughs> If this is your first time joining us, I'm Bree. I'm Abby. And we're your rent-free roommates. <laughs> they do exist. No, it's real. It's not fake. <laughs> Clap if you believe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, so happy to be back. Um, happy to have you back. How have you been? What you been up to? <laughs> I'm average. <laughs> Average. I think we should be honest. Like that's what I would like the universe to get behind more. Yeah. I, that's what I hate about small talk. It was like you're always so pressured to be like things are great. And I'm like no, actually. The words come out of my mouth before I even process what they said. I straight up tell everybody every single day when I walk into work how my night was, if it was good. I told everybody <laughs> today. Like I literally give them updates. I'm like last night sucked. <laughs> good for you I do I'm like I had to bring my groceries home in the pouring rain do you know how I was like do you know how fun that was and they just stared at me and I was like you asked (laughs) sit down I was like I fucking hate small talk (laughs) no I just it's like it's one word I'm good how are you is one word I'm not good rare I'm rarely good rarely (laughs) and again everybody I'm okay at best we should be the ones helping you obviously (laughs) obviously obviously Those who can't do, teach. <laughs> Those who can't teach have podcasts. Start a podcast. Because um, <laughs> everybody has to hear their two cents. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm still going to do it. Thank you. Of course, babe. For anybody that doesn't know, that was a little family guy reference between Bree and I. And if you are new here, get used to that. <laughs> Because that'll happen. So will the bits. <laughs> we hope that you are a fan of Family Guy and that you catch on. Because then it's fun little Easter eggs for you. <laughs> no, it's absolutely. You're going to enjoy the podcast 10 times more if you do that. Um, and if you like movies and if you like to follow people on social media. Um, oh. Yeah, right. You like that one? <laughs> that was nice, right? I, I always come up with them on the fly and I'm always like, I hope Brie likes this. I would do it for you. And for you guys. Um, and what you can do for us yeah, is follow us. Yeah. Where? Uh, all the social media. Well, I guess, what is all the social media? Because well, we just do the ones that matter. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Check. Check. <laughs> Twitter. Elon's kind of ruined that. But, like, we are on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, basically. Spotify. Anywhere that YouTube, you, <laughs> yeah. Anywhere that you go on a cycle, as soon as you pick up your phone, you open your phone, you go through all the apps. All of those, we are rent-free roommates everywhere except for Twitter. We are rent-free roomies. If you're a cool roomie, and I hope you are, you'll follow <laughs> us on all of them, <laughs> and maybe even leave a little review. Yeah, rate us, review, subscribe, please share. Sharing is caring. Yes. And the world needs a little bit more of that, I think. Yeah, we should all share. And good stuff. Only the good. Yeah. And only be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like how this has started from me being like, I'll kill someone to being like, you should be honest. You should just be honest and give back. 
not a people pleaser. Never flip flop on what I say. Mm-mm. No, and if I I'm a lady who stands Complete behind integrity. her words. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, we would love. We would also love to hear from you. If you have anything you want to share with us, whether it be you're asking for advice, got a story you want to tell us, love to hear it, want to hear it. Oh, yeah. We're nosy. (laughs) Fucking nosy. (laughs) Or you have something you want to celebrate, we're here for that too. Mm -hmm. Let us know. You can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. That's R-E-N-T-F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Boom. I always have to give her a look like, spell it, bitch. <laughs> it's almost, again, we just do things for each other. I'm like, I got to come up with a sassy little segue to follow us. She's got to spell rent-free roommates for me. It's just a relationship. You got to give back. It's 50-50. <laughs> and that's why we're so happy. And that's why I won't ruin her life. She won't ruin my car. Yeah. I could never key or somebody's car tires. strictly because. The feel? Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> I'll yeah. throw up right now. <laughs> Like it's just, I hate it. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) listeners. Sorry, roomies, because I'm sure that's going to make you cringe too. Yeah. I will say every time (laughs) I do hear that line, I dug my key into the side of your pretty little souped up four wheel drive. (gasps) You know those words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They left me halfway through. Yeah. But because I was thinking about doing it. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't actually care that much. He really wasn't that good in bed. Um, It's fine. This feels terrible. I'm like, oh my God. No, keep him, girl. Keep him, keep him, keep him, keep him. But if you guys have any crazy stories about that too, let us know. Because I would love to hear that. And I'm sure that they were in the wrong and that you're perfect and. You didn't do anything. We're on your side. Yeah. Because I don't want my car to be going. No, no, no. Obviously, I know you're willing to do some stuff. (laughs) So I'm willing to be like, and what they do. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. If you know anybody or you did it yourself, please let us know. I yeah. want to we hear want that, that story. Tea. We want that tea. <laughs> Here for that, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> let's get into it. Yes, let's do it. Obviously, yeah. Your car's fucked. No. Um, <laughs> Shit. If you don't watch Cocaine Bear with me, I'm literally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snap. Oh my God, you really had me going. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, what did I Well, I am that? mad. Yes. I'm mad. Look at me. I'm sorry. I just, I'm pissed. Ooh. Yeah. I scrunched my nose at her, guys. Because here's the thing, everybody. That movie is everything and more. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like everything you need (laughs) that you didn't know you needed. Like you want to laugh? Watch Cocaine Bear. You want to get a little bit scared? Watch Cocaine Bear. You want to see Ray Liotta? Watch Cocaine Bear. You want to see a hot guy? Watch Cocaine Bear. You want to see kids do cocaine? But not really. Watch Um, Cocaine Bear. I don't want that part. Well, maybe not that one, (laughs) Um, but it is funny when they do it. Okay. Hard sell. 
probably not what I should have <laughs> led with, but it's so good. And I just need you. I'm sure I'm going to end up liking You're it. You're going to like it. Whenever I watch it. I don't, I don't know what my mental block is. It's because I want you to do it so bad. And you're being <laughs> like us, like a little sister right now. You and so many people though, like, I think it, it's that annoying thing where when everybody loves so hard on something and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> the trailer both made, finally watching like the full trailer, I was like, okay, that does look kind of funny. But then there were even parts of the trailer where I was like, how long is this? <laughs> you know what? Not long enough, let me tell you, is what I have to say about it. And here's the thing. It's just so odd. It came out of nowhere. Well, I think that's... it's. Like, I want you to know. Just like, it's so unexpected. The laughter is what I have to say. Like everybody, I was on a date too when I was watching this movie. And like, I think my date thought it was like, oh yeah, we're going to put on cocaine bear, like a stupid movie. And I was like, actually, no. Like I was like, I I literally looked at them. I was like, I hope you're enjoying the movie because like I am. I want to discuss it after. I was like, what's been your favorite part? (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. I was literally like, no, stop. (laughs) They were like, I'm having such a good time. I'm like, shh, stop. stop." (laughs) I would be if you weren't talking. (laughs) I can't hear the movie. (laughs) Shh. <laughs> Do you want to leave actually? Um, you know what? Nothing pisses me off faster than somebody shushing me. That is one of the rudest things you can do. Like for like in, in a real context. Oh, I was like <laughs> I'm just trying to trigger Brie. That's what this entire podcast is about today. I'm just trying to piss her off. We're triggering ourselves. I don't know what our problem is. Why are we so mad? Apparently we haven't we've been keeping a lot of stuff in lately I told you guys, letting it all out. i said i was average and i meant it i'm just okay we're just okay <laughs> on this podcast we get real and we tell you how it is we're not hiding it but on that note we should probably go help someone else yeah yay <laughs> new friend i thought i made was trying to recruit me to join her mlm scam or oh my cult. god i'm so- oh I knew it. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> I felt very excited when a new connection was made at the park while bike riding. This random woman came up to me, talking to me, and we instantly headed off. We met up a few times to talk, drink, go shopping, the whole nine yards. We talked about travel, her kids, my life, her life, everything you can think of, small talk, getting a feel for one another. I felt she genuinely was trying to get to know me. And with the pandemic making us all feel all sorts of different ways, I was so down to make a new friend. We talked for two hours and decided to plan a double date with our partners. My fiance, being an introvert, didn't like to be dragged to meet new people. He vouched and went anyways because he wanted to support me. He felt incredibly uneasy about my newfound friendship with this woman. I assured him that she's nice enough and I'm trying to get to know her. I even joked with her about how friendly she was when we first met. Like, she was trying to sell me something. She always laughed it off and we decided to meet up at the Panera Bread. Beware of meeting up at Panera Bread. (laughs) It's always Panera Bread. Why? (laughs) Is that what they said? That's funny. Oh my god. That also is like on like I believe it. 
Oh, yes. I don't know why that seems like the perfect place. It's it's fancy trash. <laughs> it's trash with the facade. It's like when your landlord paints over the door where it's like, oh, it's brand new. <laughs> Look I how nice. Stop. I love Panera so much. <laughs> I do, too. But like, I because it's a sit down and just like the decor, I feel like. Even when I was little, I was like, oh, this is fancy. <laughs> I was like, we're eating out. <laughs> we're fucking Panera. <laughs> we're living the high life tonight, boys. It's a bread bowl with chicken noodles. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'll take the bread bowl. I know it's more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> her husband was there and her demeanor changed and she looked like a robot. No longer talking about anything other than what we do for a living. They brought up their mentors and how they don't work, travel all the time, blah, blah, blah. The husband was a sales manager and really wants to quit and have a business proposal for us, blah, blah, blah. I was done when she brought up some very emotional and intimate talks we had in the weeks we've known each other. In the end, the connection was hollow and I grew very livid. We walked out, blocked, plain and simple. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> She walked right out of that Panera. She'd key her car. For <laughs> sure. But go ahead. <laughs> the car that she got from her MLM. <laughs> I can't help but feel so stupid, so disappointed because we genuinely created a small friendship, managed to reel me in for weeks without one word about her MLM scheme. These MLM con artists are getting creative. She never brought up anything MLM in the weeks we've known each other. And we ended the non-consensual meeting and left. My fiancé and I grabbed drinks at the bar after that. Good for you. Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, I think you're being really hard on yourself here. Like, sounds like this person was like a shady bitch. And like, you wouldn't know unless you knew. Right. Because they didn't lead up to it. And you know, that's what a con artist is going to do. Yeah. But I think what you need to look at here is how fucking smart you were and to not to fall into that shit. Right. To just, as soon as you, I mean, you call the spade a spade. Yeah. As soon as you recognize it, you were like, bye bitch. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, I mean, time wasted. Like, let me not downplay the connection you thought you were building. Cause that is really disappointing. Yeah. Um, but I think like, God, in the grand scheme of things, at least you were able to get out now. Like, I think that's how we can look at the situation is like, at least we like the worst thing that came out of this was like a couple of deep conversations, which again, not to downplay. Right. Does suck. But like, especially with MLMs, like what they can do to people. I'm sorry, but like that LuLaRue documentary we watched that one time. Like, I just like you watch. Yeah. Oh, do I always say it wrong? I don't know. I don't know. What even is it anymore? Who is it? (laughs) Who is she? Shit leggings. (laughs) But anyway, I'm not wrong. No. It is a good documentary, but like you should watch that if you're f- ever feeling down about this scenario because like there that documentary shows how those MLMs just like fucks like some people. Like if you're not yeah. in the top 1%, you're not making money. And so like Yeah, this lady sounds like she's like way up there. Right. She's in deep. Like right. she's a fucking professional. Yeah, no, and she knows how to like sabotage and like honestly she's preying on people looking for connections. So shame on her. Yeah. We should go fucking find her car. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, you know what? We should just, just. Do you have her up. email? We can sign her up for stuff. Yeah. Bree and I will use our craziness to come together and. But no, like, 
like I said, grand scheme, like we got out of this so like before anything terrible could happen here. Right. You lost what twenty seven dollars for Panera. It does suck. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love Panera. You didn't lose. You didn't like put down a new mortgage on no. your house. No, yeah, like some of, of these people money. lose like, their houses, and that's it's, like it's insane. And those people are so selfish because like they know she's a life ruiner. She she's, she ruins people's lives. That's what she does. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so scary, and it it's infuriating because they are they should be illegal. I don't like they've I mean they've literally they're called MLMs now so that they are not called pyramid schemes which is what they are. Yes. They use certain verbiage so that they don't get caught and so that they can't like so that it's legal. It's literally just using certain verbiage cuz like even in the in the documentary that you were talking about they have like they have some of the recorded Zoom calls and stuff and somebody uses the wrong words and they're like, "Oh, we can't use that." <laughs> They're like, oh, they we're going to kill her. Yeah, they're like, no, we, we are calling it. And it, like, it's so they know. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and that sucks, too. Because, again, you were looking for something genuine. And they were just totally taking advantage of that and trying yeah. to prey on you. Which, again, shame on them. I, like, wish them nothing but ill will. Because uh, I'm a spiteful bitch. But no, that fucking sucks. And like, yeah, that's going to be really disappointing. And unfortunately, like, I wish I could like give you advice on like how to pinpoint that in people. But like, you really don't know manipulative people until you do. So I think right. just like focus on like, I don't want it to like shut you out of trying to meet people and form those bonds. Yeah. But I think my advice would be here is just to like w- keep doing what you're doing is when you like see those red flags, understanding like take them for what they are and walk away. Mm-hmm. And then if anything, now you have a great story to make new friends with. <laughs> That's a really good icebreaker. Like I would definitely like, oh talk to you. Listen to this. I would be like, shut the me. fuck up. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what's her name? Yeah. Like I would want to know everything. And then we would probably start a really good friendship there. Yeah. So it's a great story. You should lead with it. But yeah, definitely don't get down on yourself. It's crazy. You she's can't. a master manipulator. That's literally how she's making her money. And you're right for calling her a con artist because that is yeah, exactly is. what she is. If anything, you should just like tell people about her. I mean, you know her name. Yeah. Blacklist her. You could. Because <laughs> that's where these MLMs finally like their demise comes in is once you because the only way you make money from it is getting more people to join and having all these people under you. And the more they get, the more you get. Mm-hmm. And so then if everybody <laughs> around you in an area is selling all the same shit, there's nobody left to buy it. Right. And that's where, so then you, it's just over. Yeah. <laughs> then where do you go? People go online, but that's even more saturated. Like then you it's know what? everybody in yeah. the world selling the same shit. Let's ruin her life. But no, I definitely understand where you're coming from though, because I have had people from my hometown who are part of like MLM schemes. Oh yeah. And we all know them. I used to get so excited when like before I obviously caught on because I would be like, because they start them out so friendly and cordial. So I get where you're coming from of like the excitement and that it's like nice to like talk to somebody or hear from somebody or make it seem like you're making that connection because it would always be like hey girl like hope you're doing well it's been forever like blah 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 blah. and I'm like you started out and then they're like do you want to be your own boss and I'm like oh my (laughs) god boss bitch 
I really thought you cared. And that's the grossest part too, is that they prey on that. They prey on that human connection that people want. And that's fucked. The, yeah, the human connection of, of single moms or like army wives, just women who are at home for one reason or another Mm -hmm. who are trying to make their own money, who are trying to do something that they feel like is just theirs but they also have to take care of their family, which is one of the is like the biggest job in the entire world and is completely thankless and nobody actually appreciates it as much as it should be. But they're trying to do this on top of that. And then they're just completely taken advantage of and has have the rug pulled out from under them. Like it's so that's what that's what really grinds my gears. Right. And like that's what I'm saying is I'm like, you can't get down on yourself. It's so like, gross. Because, again, like, you got out before it ever got any further. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, I mean, and not to, like, even get on yourself even more, but because, again, you will never know people's true intentions for you until, like, you obviously do break that ice. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you're you not psychic. You're not going to know that. Unfortunately, it's going to be trial and error with people. And I don't think that should, like, make you jaded or not open to other relationships that could come about. But I think just, again, keep, like, paying attention to those red flags and take them for what they are. Like, don't really, like, I think that's the thing we do by human nature is, like, when we're meeting people too and like again this person didn't really give you any indicator but like just in general I'm like I feel like we make excuses for people we're like oh but like I don't really know them yet maybe this Mm -hmm. is this but I'm like so no if you see a red flag I think you need to like clock it and be like what the fuck Mm-hmm. And that's what you did. And question. And that's yeah. what you know to do. Like, you know how to walk away. You know how to do that. So, like, I don't think you're somebody who can be manipulated. So that's why I'm like, you shouldn't feel silly because you did something that I don't think a lot of people would do so boldly. Right. Yeah. And being like, dude, fuck you. You're mm-hmm. weird. Literally until I read this story, I didn't know that people were doing that. I didn't know because I just always get everything on fucking facebook i don't yeah. even i don't use my own personal facebook anymore like i have it because that's my only connection to some certain people but like i don't use that shit anymore and that's the only place i was getting mlm i didn't know people were out here like hitting people up making friends being super friendly just so that they can pull them into an mlm like that is that's scary it's creepy. it is scary it is really scary. It's so gross. Like, you're just as much of a predator. Yeah. Like, you're... It takes this type of person. It does. Yeah. I mean, you're not You're not far. Right. I feel like from that, because, it, I mean... It it's like narcissistic. It takes a lot of the same skill sets. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And, you know... It's, yeah. That's, it's so It's just creepy. really concerning, because it just takes such a, like, one an eye for like people that they would quote unquote consider like vulnerable or prey. So like, that's weird because you're not even viewing people as like people you're viewing them as like prey and predator. And honestly, that is like a sign of narcissism is if like you believe people are like that, like the world is inherently people are divided by like better or not better. Mm -hmm. Like that's a sign of narcissism. So like you already have that going for you. And then the fact of like, you don't really have a concern for like, if this person succeeds it's just no remorse right it's just gonna what help you succeed Mm -hmm. and it's like god you wouldn't want somebody like again grand scheme (laughs) why would you want something like you don't want that if anything she was like that bitch yeah (laughs) if anything walked out which is like (laughs) um excuse you yeah i hope her fucking bread bowl tasted like shit after that (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
It does make me sad because I don't want you to get jaded by this because I think it's so cool that you aren't jaded before this, that you were so willing to just talk to this random lady who was being super friendly because my introverted ass is like, I'd be like, what is going on? Like, it depends on how charming the person is. Like, I would love to know how she was coming off or how she came off initially because I think... I'm very much like your fiance where I'm, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> which is like so disappointing when I think about it, <laughs> that I'm not more open to just be like, oh, this person just wants to be friends <laughs> that I'm like, what are you getting at? <laughs> I'm I so cynical <laughs> without you <laughs> might be a bit too cynical. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? So I love that you were so open to <laughs> I was going to say Bree's <laughs> over here. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. I don't got much. Do you want me to put, you don't want to put me in an MLM, do you? <laughs> yeah, that's the new, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> it is. I don't want to be part of an MLM. Are you trying to put me in an MLM? If yeah. you ever, no, then this is how you should insult people now when you're pissed at them. Yes. <laughs> the takeaways here are you shouldn't feel crazy or like bad because this person is obviously a master at what they're doing. A master at what they're doing has done this before. Mm-hmm. And can do this and has been successful. That's why she does like all of this too. So it, so again, like that's not anything one who comes up to somebody thinking again, like all jokes aside being like, this person's going to put me in an MLM scheme. Right. No, it's like, so far from right. So like, thought. how could you have thought that meeting them? Like there's <laughs> like, there's no way you would have known that you were just being receptive to a potential friend and connection. And I don't think you should fault yourself for that. The next point is you trusted your intuition. You got out when you saw the red flags and you weren't about it. Yeah. And that speaks volumes. And like, you're going to find the right people based on that because you know what you want and what you don't want in a friend. So boom, got that. Mm-hmm. And then it was just one bad person. Don't let one them bad person. Great way, Brie. Ruin this good characteristic of you because I think that's a great thing that you're like willing to hear people out. You're open mm-hmm. to making new friends. And I love that. And they're not always going to be gems. Unfortunately, they, it's just trial and error too. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing everything right. It was just one one bad egg i was just about to say that (laughs) wow don't let it get you down and you can always email us too to talk like we're not a part of an mlm we just i mean yeah we do kind of start every podcast about follow us (laughs) little culty i won't lie you don't have to give us any money though. no you don't have to give us any money you just have to give us your time your affection your love yeah words of praise (laughs) tell us we're pretty yes (laughs) that's all but no email us too if you ever just want to talk to somebody if you're feeling down if you want to just let us know how you're doing you had a good day bad day you need that connect it doesn't always need to be an in-person connection you've got some virtual friends here yeah Yeah, you're officially a roomie so you got us i hope that makes you happy (laughs) it ain't much but it's honest work Thank you so much for sharing this with us um, and for letting us know. Like, now we know to look out for... Now I know if somebody invites me to Panera, people. they might be asking me to be an MLM. I'm going to be people watching so hard at Panera oh, from now, now on. Oh, now, yeah. You've given us so... You've just given us a lot here. Yeah. I'm, so much to take away. So. And we all hate MLM, so I love that. 
I love trash talking in MLM. <laughs> Same. And if you ever want to do it again, again, you know where to find us. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>
You didn't force me off. I'm just not watching Netflix anymore. Is that how you feel when you argue with me? <laughs> sure, Jan. I'm not fired. I quit. It's though it's that whole thing. Sure, Jan. <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, I, we have once again started this off by triggering ourselves. What the fuck is our problem? <laughs> After this episode, we should just take a walk or something. <laughs> Maybe write down some good things that are going separately. Something good going on in our life. Like it seems like we need to do like a little we'll bit of something funny, but not F- Will Ferrell. <laughs> it's too close. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get into this last story. <laughs> I, twenty-five, set a goal for myself as a teenager to get to one hundred and twenty pounds, and I finally hit it. I can't really tell anyone in real life because a lot of people closest to me struggle with dysmorphia or EDs and I don't want to trigger them and just in general it can come off a bit tone deaf to celebrate being thin and gaining weight. But I was malnourished for a spell as an infant and it severely set me behind on the growth curve. I was underdeveloped for most of my childhood and when I caught up to everyone in terms of growth and height I still couldn't catch up in weight. My doctor was sometimes mad about it, as if I were underweight on purpose, but in my case, it genuinely bothered me. I hated it and kind of had a bit of a Napoleon complex, lol. And I really wanted to gain some weight and stop being constantly underweight and looking malnourished. I set a goal to get to 120 pounds when I was 14. Started weightlifting at 15, which helped, but ultimately wasn't able to hit my goal until I stepped on the scale last night. I checked again today, still there. I'm over the moon. 14-year-old me would probably be sad if they knew how long it had taken, but I'm really happy right now. I'm really healthy at this point in my life, and all it took was 11 years, lifting weights regularly, creatine, testosterone therapy for a couple years, and antidepressants, but I made it. I'm going to keep lifting and see what happens. I like looking in the mirror a lot more now. Yay! I love that! Congratulations! That's really nice. Like That's really, really beautiful. That's huge. I really loved, like, the progress reading this, too. Um, yeah. Especially the ending when you're like, I really like looking in the mirror now. That's I, I felt huge. really happy for you. Because, like, I think just, like, speaking from having, like, some of my own, like, body concerns in some areas, like, it feels really good to just be in the mirror or step on a scale and just see a number or something that you're proud of, knowing that, like, possibly not where you want to be at, but it's, like, you feel good. Yeah. And it's really important and it feels so good. So I'm really happy for you. And I'm, you know, I think like it doesn't matter how long it took you to get there as long as like you've hopefully been healthy along the way too is what would like my only concern be. Yeah. Because I think 14 year old you would be so proud of you right now. Yeah. I I think they'd be so excited to, to hear that you get there. That is the thing that like I would think is the most important thing here is that like so what it took you a little bit but like you're in a place and it sounds like you had your own hurdles to get through when you're listing everything and but like it took time too yeah and like you were putting in the work it's not like you were just like sitting there and hoping you would gain the weight and then this right no like you were taking active steps to get there yeah and it was just your body needed to start working with you right so I don't think it was anything that like you should ever like get down on yourself about too because it's not like you were just waiting for the progress to be made you've been on this journey yeah and I really love too that like 
I just did like a little happy dance when you were like, I got on the scale again and it's still there. Yeah. And like that, because like that's a great feeling too. And I love that like you're going to the gym, you're lifting weights, you're getting strong. It's not about like being thin. It's just about like being the best version and healthiest version of you. Right. You're taking care of yourself. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't come off as tone deaf at all. Uh, I can totally see how it like one might think that, but like coming from your background being like strongly behind the growth curve and all that and being malnourished like completely things that like didn't set you on the path for success so like this is totally worth celebrating here absolutely like well and you're you're fighting a losing battle in today's like in just with societal pressures and in today's world because you people don't aren't don't want to hear about people that have trouble gaining weight and also people have something to say about fucking everything they do so if you were eating like all of this food or like trying to do like eating the things that people that have trouble losing weight are told to stay away from they'd be like oh like either like must be nice or would have so much to say about like oh you shouldn't be eating that because even even the thinnest of people people will make comments on what they're eating and that just baffles me that anybody's making any comment on what anybody is eating like what what do you have to say about it like literally you're not part of this i am trying to feed my body and that's not like i'm just trying to nourish it and that's all there is what do you you shouldn't have an opinion about this like why are you talking to me about this the only thing that triggered me reading this was like the doctor's comments about being like getting mad at you or making it seem like you weren't trying because it's like a doctor of all people especially one who like hopefully like paid attention to their education Mm -hmm. knowing that somebody's malnourished talking about like the things that you've had to attempt to do to start gaining your weight as well or get on like a healthy path I'm just a little bit shocked that they would like go as far as to like put that on you Mm -hmm. as well because I'm like one also would know that like adding that stressor too is just like not how you really get your body to cooperate with you exactly that's what i was going to say is being mad is not going to solve that right because god forbid it is a situation where it's a young person who is influenced and does listen to the media and things like that and is giving in and does develop an eating disorder when their body already is giving them a hard time in trying to gain weight so that it's at a health so that it can take care of itself too and so that you're healthy and you can keep going and you have the right energy and all that, like just so you can just get through the day and stuff like that, that they, to have an ED on top of that. Horrible And then you're going to, right. You're going to be mad at them. Let's get to the root of the issue. Right. Like and let's support any kind of progress. Yeah. That right there, that, that part was like, especially triggering for me just because like, why are you in your field? If you're not here to help somebody and get them on the right path. And like, if you do think they're potentially doing something that's putting them behind further, the way to go about it is not by getting angry with them. Because again, like whether it's a parent, a teacher, whatever, once they're in a vulnerable situation and the way you react is going to set the tone for how they want to continue to like create that relationship as well so like they might hide something from you and like they you know Mm -hmm. like who knows what could have happened you know if there were like another issue behind it taking longer like they weren't setting you up for like an open dialogue relationship there for you to actually get better so that pisses me off um so just know 
your doctor's on my shit list for that (laughs) but no just know that like that's triggering and I'm like I can't imagine that really like probably put you in a great mindset either but I think just the more like important thing to focus on here is that like you got there yeah I was gonna say like even more so good on you for sticking it to them (laughs) well sticking it to them and And then being like well look (laughs) well that but like also not giving up too because i mean it's really easy to get down on yourself and like not to say that you didn't have those like instances where it felt like you weren't going to accomplish that but i think it just speaks to like what a strong person you are that like you're like oh 14 year old me would maybe be a little disappointed with like how long it took but like 14 year old you should know that should know like this about herself is that you're a determined individual yeah set out to do what it takes to get you to a healthy place and you don't give up on yourself and that's how much you love yourself and want yourself to grow and succeed and 14 year old self would probably love you for that knowing that in 11 years she's gonna be like taken care of and love herself and want to continue to be better and I think that's the important thing to focus on here so it's just like what you've done for you right something taking a long time does not diminish the accomplishment correct it should not diminish the accomplishment um, yeah it's huge you could be 25 and not be 120 pounds but you are yeah it just you get there when you get there you get there when you're meant to get there and Mm -hmm. you kept going and that's the most important part like abby was saying like it's just it says so much about you and that's huge like congratulations because that is so it's so exciting it is and i'm and you know what if you if it happened faster there's a chance that maybe you would have taken it for granted and like maybe if it if it came easier or faster maybe it wouldn't have stuck maybe it would have been something that wasn't exactly like we never know it's a what if you know but you worked for it you did and you kept going and just kept pushing and you got there and it's you just you're on the right track just keep doing what you're doing because you're doing amazing yeah I mean whether you want to like push it past this weight stay at this weight I don't think that is like the issue because we already know that like you'll put in the work you need to to be the best version of yourself right so you are in control now like you totally you know what you can do now. yeah like there's so much <laughs> you learned about yourself and I think that's probably what this journey was meant for too Mm -hmm. at least in my opinion if I'm like trying to find like the positive outlook just because that sentence really stuck with me Mm -hmm. and I feel like I focused on it a lot but I'm just like I really want to like just drill it in on how much I think this journey says about you as an individual and what you're willing to do and how far you're willing to go for yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that's maybe like what this was meant to show you And when you do feel those weak moments again, you can look back on this and be like, I worked for something for 11 years and I got that outcome. Like you understand like, and like you were set up not like for success, like from the get go here, just your entire journey from like your 25 years of life. You're an incredible individual. Mm -hmm. And I think everything like no matter the time frame that you've done thus far is worth celebrating and being talked about because it's really important and it sets like a huge just like example for anyone else following too and letting them know that like maybe it's taking them nine years and they think they'll never get there and then they read your story Mm -hmm. and they know oh this took this person longer but they got there I can do this yeah 
And that's what I love about this too, is that like, you're just in like a wonderful example of human strength, mentality, determination, and somebody else hopefully will come across this podcast and hear your story and feel inspired by it, whether it is relating to like food, maybe going to the gym, doing this, like, I just think the overall message of this is really strong and you should be really proud of yourself. I agree. Absolutely agree. Because I hope it all goes into the whole body positivity thing. Body positivity is not, should not be gatekept by plus size people. Mm -hmm. It is not just ours. It is for everybody. And that's, it's, this is just yet another example of why we need to stop making any kind of comment on people's bodies. Yeah. Whether we think it's a compliment or not, you just don't know what the situation is. You don't know what that person's journey has been. And you don't know where they are in the journey. Because also, you know, you already know that the journey is not a straight line. That it is not just A to B. There are so many sidesteps. There's forks in the road. There is twists and turns. There is so much. So if you do ever backslide a little bit, it does not take away from the accomplishment. It's just things that happen. It's it's still a journey and just keep going. You already know that you have it in you to keep going. So don't ever get down on yourself if something does change. You know that you can figure it out. You've already done it. So keep going. And because I think there's a, a lot of people, especially with any kind of recovery process with your body, that as soon as we like backslide a little bit, we just throw it all out the window. Mm-hmm. That's like diet culture and things like that. When you're keeping something from yourself and then you just give in a little bit, it's like, well, all my progress is gone. Hell no, it's not. You've done so much work. You've made so much progress doing like one little thing, one little misstep or one little thing going back and feeling like you're not, instead of moving forward, you've sidestepped or just something different has happened does not take away from what you have already done. Mm -hmm. So just keep adding on to it because I can't, you're doing, it's it's incredible. What you've done is. is huge and you deserve to celebrate yourself. And I understand it's nice for you to try to you want to be sensitive around it around your friends because they're still on their journey so that is hard but this is exactly the kind of thing of why we say if you have anything to celebrate let us know because we want to be there for you for these times because you do deserve to celebrate yourself so we are here for it so proud of you keep going you're amazing i love this (laughs) I don't think I could add anything else to that. This is what we're here for. And it really means a lot to us too when we get to like get to experience this vulnerability with you too. Like we really appreciate it. And we always just kind of hope that like at the very least, if what we say doesn't help, you leave this conversation or listening to this episode knowing that somebody's listening and rooting for you. Yeah, that's us. We are rooting for you the whole time. Chris Jenner's. All day, every day. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. You really are, babe. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, you are doing great. And you are an inspiration. I do hope that more people start to see, just because somebody maybe in their eyes ha- has something easy where they have it hard, that's not how we should be seeing things, especially when it's tied to our bodies. It should be 
oh, I can do what I'm trying to fight for. I can lose my weight because look how hard she worked to gain her weight because she had so much working against her. Mm-hmm. And that's like such a hard, like people never talk about that. So it's not even like you have like a jumping off point. Yeah. We all talk way too much about weight loss. <laughs> So there's a million different things. Like, it's almost overwhelming, all of the information and a lot of misinformation. Well, it is. It really is inspiring. I hope that you can appreciate that. Yes. What you've done is inspiring, even to, to me. Like, I just, it's it's so cool to hear somebody be able to accomplish what you've been working on for so long. And yeah. that it really is just, like, so much fighting against you. So, it's a super tough battle. Like it is an uphill battle and you fucking got there, girl. You got there. <laughs> you got there. And that's what I love about this too. Is that's what I'm saying. It's such an inspiring story on so many different levels. And I'm so happy that you uh, were vulnerable enough to share this with us because it's a lot of sensitive information provided. So we really want to thank you for that. And we're very happy for you. And to anybody else listening, if you have something that you want to celebrate, talk about with us just need a shoulder to cry on or an ear that'll listen, email us. Rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. We are here for you, babes. We're here for it. Thank you so much. I agree. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> we appreciate both of the both of our roomies who wrote in and we love hearing from you guys. Can't wait to hear from more. Email us. You know where we are. Share come on like Subscribe. no if you're listening you know where we are so you should <laughs> you need to be taking action okay it's a very aggressive episode it's very aggressive and review us but don't talk about my attitude yeah leave a review i would love it don't talk about my attitude <laughs> i meant it <laughs> thank you guys love you guys welcome back anytime hope we see you next time bye bye